Kane Brown, 29 degrees right now, 606 with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 to Bull is today's hot country, 640. So for our early riser, 640 this morning, Carly Pierce tickets. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, do you ever do that thing where you forget for a second how old you are? And, yes. And occasionally, I, I don't do this often, but occasionally I have to like, now how old am I again? I have to think back and I remember being, remember. I remember being young, and you know when you're young and you turn six or you turn seven, that's a huge deal. You huge never deal. forget that. And I remember being stunned that my dad would be like, hey, how old am I? You know, And then we all get to that point where it's like, am I 40? Am I 41? <laughs> I don't know. Well, think about when you get really on up there. I've got a, a clip of a lady. Her name is Ruth Fear. She's a great-great-grandmother. She had her birthday back in December. Somebody tells her how old she is and see how she reacts. Get older on your birthday? Yes. How old are you? I have no idea. 110. What? A hundred and ten years old. Ten? One hundred and ten. I don't believe that. No, you look <laughs> like you're 21. Why, sure. And just as beautiful as ever. Why, sure. Yes. She said, I don't believe that. Look at that. 110 years old. Good for her. You know I'd never make it to 110? Because I have this, like, idea that... Once I get to a certain age, I'm going to stop. Like, you know how all of us now, we're like, you know, try to eat healthy, try to get steps in. But eventually, you know, if I was like 85, I think that's when I'd just go crazy. You know what? Does that make any sense? You think you'd go crazy? What do you mean? In the sense that, like, you know, we spend our whole lives trying to be healthy and we go to the doctor. and But then eventually, like, once you're like a certain age, wouldn't you just do things that you decided not to do earlier in life? Like maybe, uh, you know, I'm going to drink a uh, a bunch of liquor today. I'm 85. Who cares? Oh, like you're 85. Why not let loose? And, and Yes, you've you spent know. 85 years following the rules. Just do whatever you want. Any right. drug you want, anything you want. <laughs> really? I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, like, what's the point? It seems like if you make it to 85 or 90, then uh, you can almost go back to college in a sense. You just raise hell. I remember when my some of my relatives were gotten on up there and you have to, like, scream in their face. Like, you're, you know, you're not angry, but you have to talk really loud. That's yes. hard to do to get into somebody's face and just scream at them. And it you're is just hard. telling them, like, you know, how are you, huh? How are you? And then you just have to get right, like, within inches from their face and just scream as loud as you can. It's tough. It's hard to do that. And also, they kind of talk loud. I remember I went to see uh, a grandpa of mine, and they put him in, like, a retirement village. And I said, I said, Poppy, how do you like this place? And he goes, I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it really loud in the whole staff, and I felt terrible. I was like, oh, my God, yeah, this would suck. Oh, boy. I bet I bet the stories people would tell that worked at nursing homes. And another thing we didn't know about getting really older, too, is that uh, if you are in a nursing home or something like that, you think that romance is dead. Oh, no, no, no. Those people in there hooking up all the time. It's like a dorm room. Absolute true story. I had no idea. We had a lady call up, and she works in one of those, I don't know what you call it, like nursing home or assisted. They said they had to, like, pull guys <laughs> out of the rooms of the ladies and the ladies are going into the guys rooms it like the circle of life you go back to college or something when you yeah, get that maybe, age maybe we need to hurry up and go ahead and get to 110 <laughs> i'm ready dang daniel <laughs> 98.5 the bull with luke bryan uh, we're not that far away from carly pierce ticket 640 this morning it's 98.5 the bull tig and daniel and uh this is did you see brought to you by daniel's dentist dr hugh mcdougall at hugh mcdougall dentistry i was following this yesterday on news on six that car in a broken arrow that got pulled over or something and the officer said i think there's an explosive device in this and they had to close down all lanes and 
You know, a big old mess. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. This from News on 6. Investigators worked for hours today to make sure the explosive the Broken Arrow police officer found was taken care of. That's pretty scary. You know, we don't know if it is a device and if it is a device, what it's capable of doing. Officer Chris Walker with the Broken Arrow Police Department says the Tulsa Police Department's bomb squad was called in and two people inside the car were arrested. Osage Sky News 6 pilot Dustin Stone was above the scene as it all played out. And the traffic you're seeing here is 209th and that is bumper to bumper for probably three miles all the way south to 81st Street. Because the car was stopped on Kenosha Street just east of 209th East Avenue, officers were forced to block traffic in both lanes. Well, the number one thing is, 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 is shutting it down and keeping people safe. Walker says the explosive was rendered safe by Tulsa's bomb squad, but the investigation is still ongoing. How about that? That's a scary few hours, and then you think you're a police officer, and you don't know if that thing is going to go off at any second. You don't know. That yeah, is terrible. And wasn't there also a, a bomb they thought at CVS a couple of weeks ago, too? I mean, what is what the heck's going on around here? Yeah. I mean, God bless those officers, because, my goodness, you just don't know what you're encountering every day. Like, every day we come to work, and we know we're going to play some music and, uh, you know, sit here and ruin everybody's morning. But, you know, they don't know what they're going to get every time they come up to a car. Scary stuff. Also, on that uh, same theme, the uh, the state police, Highway Patrol, they're going to be cracking down on distracted driving. They say the stats show that um, distracted driving is just as bad as being drunk. I could see that, too. What is considered distracted driving so, exactly? Okay, so the law says distracted driving, they can give you a ticket for this. Using a handheld electronic communication device to manually compose send or read an electronic message while the motor vehicle is in motion. So just say texting. Texting. Yes. That, that, well, I, I read the law. I got it. Oh, yeah. I see. But would that count like if I was trying to call my mom and I had my phone up and I said, I wasn't texting, I was calling my mom. Would that count against you? But anyway, um, the troopers were out, and you know how much it costs if you get one of these tickets? No clue. 254 bucks. Woo. That's, that's a big boy. One. Well, <laughs> they need a, to change that law and not just say just texting. I mean, you could be out, you have your phone out playing Pokemon Go, and, and all you got to do is say, well, I wasn't texting. Right. And, uh, like, somebody actually kind of got pulled over, and she said, I was um, listening to music and trying to change the song. They gave her a warning. But right now the law just says texting. Now, and it's only when it's in motion. So, like, in, in my life, my son will be like, Daddy, can you play, you know, some song? And I always say, I got to wait till the red light, wait till the red light. So if, I wonder if you're at a red light, your car technically isn't in motion. Would you still get in trouble? If I was sending a text at a red light. And I've often wondered if I'm on my GPS on my phone, entering in the address, is yeah. that? Uh... The problem is you can't tell what somebody's doing on their phone. You might see it up to their face, but, you know, I don't know. But anyway, it doesn't matter what the law is. It's extremely dangerous to change your music playlist while you're driving anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I did it, I'll, in full disclosure, I was a red light the other day, Daniel, and I was trying to do something on my phone, look up, the car in front of me is 100 yards ahead of me. You know, it already left, and I didn't know it. I don't listen to music to go on the phone. I listen to 985 The, the Bull. Bull. I was yeah. trying to get our app Which up, Which is man. us. Yeah. Why would you get the app up if you're in town? Because I like the app. You better be glad lying while driving is not illegal, because <laughs> you'd be in jail this morning. Yeah. Did you see that Biden got caught on a hot mic? Calling a Fox News correspondent, Peter Ducey, a stupid SOB. Here's a clip. Do you think you play 
That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, the guy asked him something like, uh, do you think inflation might hurt your reelection chances? And of course that would. And so he goes, no, that's a great asset, inflation. That's a stupid, and you know what he said? <laughs> I, I almost feel like it would be a great honor to be cussed out by a president. And if you, in your life, if you got to say that a president even addressed you and then furthermore cussed you out, I mean... Would you ever have to buy another drink again? I mean, <laughs> you just not. tell that story. People are like, ah. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, that reporter is loving it right now. Everybody's talking about him. And finally, did you see that there's this guy named Rob Holcomb? I didn't even know there was a thing here. But apparently you can get the world record for running a mile while pushing a stroller. Oh. Now, how this kid, this guy's got to be like a one-year-old kid in this. It's a baby in a stroller, and mm -hmm. he's running. How fast do you think this 35-year-old dad is? is able to run the mile while pushing the stroller. Enough to hurt that baby if it take tipped a, over. Take a guess. World record. Are you talking about miles per hour? How long in minutes? He ran a mile. How long did it take him? Six minutes. Four minutes, 53 oh seconds. Oh, my goodness. He is hauling A with that poor baby. <laughs> That's like abuse. No, get out of here. It's not a... I mean, come on. If that kid falls out of that thing going that well, fast. Well, you can fall out of a stroller going one mile per hour. But I'm just saying. Less. He, I, I thought that it was going to be like 10 minutes or something. No, no, no. Four minutes, 53 seconds. That's impressive just to be able to run that period. I don't think I could ride a bike that fast. I, I think this guy good. did it. He's got the world record now, which seems like a dangerous record. Yeah, you're using your kid. Yeah, you need to be like. You hit like a pebble. It's all over. The world record for the most carefulest mile. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. You got Ty Nano, and now we are about, gosh, 12 minutes away from Carly Pierce tickets right here on 98.5 The Bull. Just around the corner. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyga and Daniel. You ready for this one, Daniel? Live live. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Carly Pierce, your chance now. Caller number nine. What game? Well, let me give the number out. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Looking for caller nine. And what game are we going to play today, Daniel? It's called Two Hints, One Answer. I'm going to give you just two one-word hints. You have to come up with the answer, and all the answers today will begin with the letter O. Why letter O today? Just random? Because that's what it is. All right, let's go. 918-879-9898. Looking for caller nine, and... Try this. Hey, good morning. Ty and Daniel. Who this? Hey, this is Greg. Hey, Greg. Where are you calling from, brother? I'm in Olusa right now at work. Oh. Where do you, you work? You call from work? Well, I'm still sitting in the parking lot. Oh, I see. Are you going in or are you leaving? <laughs> it depends on whether I win or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. All right. So he, has to, he pulls up to work and then he has to sit out there and compose himself and uh, get ready to go in, huh? That's the way it works. All right, I'm going to give you two one-word hints. You just got to give me the answer, and they will all, answers will always begin with O. For example, Ty, if I said to you, right, brother, what would the answer be? Orville. Orville. Okay. See how this works, Greg? Yes. All right, first up, sandwich, cookie. Oreo. Oreo is correct. How about Norman State? Norman State. Orville Rittenbacher? Nope. Norman, and then the word state, and the answer begins with O. 
Oh, Oklahoma. There you go. Oklahoma. How about Shrek Creature? Shrek. Shrek um, Creature. The answer uh, begins with an O. Ogre. Ogre, yes. What if I said to you, Halloween month? October. October. Here's one for you, Tig. Birth stone. Opal? Opal. And finally, Greg, for you, Garfield dog. Odie. Odie, look at him go. Greg, genius. He knows his two his two hints. One word. He's pretty smart, man. Where do you work again? Uh, I work at Macy's out at Owasa. The 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 department store Macy's? It's it's warehouse. Oh, all right. Look at that. What kind of discount we can uh, Tig and I expect to get from Macy's? You probably get the same one I get. Not much. <laughs> what do you get? For real? You don't get like 10% off or something? Can't he just take stuff? He can take uh, a home. <laughs> yeah, he takes a pallet home every week. Yeah, you know, this guy in his garage yeah. has a pallet of bras. <laughs> he didn't like that. Yeah, he don't like it. All right. All right. I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Well, look at you go, man. Uh, Carly Pierce, who are you going to take? Are you uh, got somebody like a buddy? You got a girlfriend, wife? Yeah. What's the situation? I'll probably take the wife with me. Yeah. They don't like it when you take your girlfriend, so go ahead and take that wife. Do you have an attic full of mannequins you've taken from Macy's? Uh, no, we don't have mannequins, unfortunately. Oh, oh unfortunately, unfortunately, he says. Yeah. Okay, well. Mm-hmm. Let me work just... that into your next contract. Make sure there's some mannequins there. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for uh, listening to 98.5 The Bull. And for the rest of us, uh, the winning is not over this morning. In fact, Daniel uh, just recently announced Thomas Rhett is coming to Tulsa. And we've got your chance to see Thomas Rhett coming up at 740 right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 8.5 The Bull is today's Hot Country. You've got Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. We're still uh, not that far away from... Uh, Thomas Rhett tickets. He's coming to the BOK, and we've got your free tickets coming up at 7:40. Hey, good morning, Daniel. How are you? I told you the uh, excuse me. There we go. I told you the other day that I was uh, gone to Quick Trip and uh, one really close to my house, and there was a um, a lady walking into Quick Trip, and there was another lady walking out. Now the lady walking out was, I think, on the wrong stuff or whatever. She was angry. The security guard was making her leave, and as she's leaving, the the lady that was going nuts. Just grabbed a handful of hair from the other lady who had nothing to do with the whole situation. Just yanked it back. Oh, no. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And then I started to think, every time you see a news story or you hear about something going down, Quick Trip, in some way or other, is involved. I watched that uh, show, The First 48, Mm -hmm. and oftentimes it's it's in Tulsa. And I'll say this to people. I go, like, a lot of it starts or ends at Quick Trip, and if it doesn't, when they go to the apartment to find somebody, there's like Quick Trip cups. I mean, Quick Trip, that's how broad the brand is, I guess. And so you wanted to know this morning. I want to know tales from the Quick Trip. Now, maybe you work there and you've seen something crazy, or what's the craziest thing you've seen as a customer at Quick Trip? I cannot believe that since I've moved here, how much Quick Trip is ingrained into my life. It is. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. You said that one time you went, you rode a scooter behind Quick Trip, and you said it looked like a Michael Jackson Thriller video. It was uh, it was at night, <laughs> like, like on ghouls. a Friday night, and there must have been 30, 40 people out there. I don't know what they were doing, like having a square dance or something, and it was I was like, uh-uh, nope. So what we want to know from you is your tales from the Quick Trip. 
Maybe you've worked there and you, you could tell us some good stuff, or you've just been there and seen it. The craziest thing you've seen at a quick trip. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Let's get it going. Hey, good morning. Tiger Daniel, who's this? Yeah, my name's Braden. Good morning, Braden. So uh, you got a quick trip story? Yeah, I've actually seen a guy get arrested at the Bigsby Quick Trip. What was he doing? Uh, he was actually running from the cops. He got a... Uh, it was, it was a police chase, and I thought I was getting arrested. I thought I was getting pulled over. Like, uh, <laughs> and they go around you. They, they, they chased him down. And... Is that uh, not a great feeling when, that, you, get, Ty, when you have the blue lights behind you? The and best like, feeling in the world when that police officer turns on those lights and then goes around you. It's oh, like you just won a tiny lottery. It is. Right, right, right. Best feeling. All right, well, so we've got one arrest seen by somebody, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Your quick trip stories. Good morning. Who dis? This is Lori. Hey, Lori. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Things are well. Quick trip story? Quick trip story. Two of them real quick. Um, one homeless lady was just eating off of the round cart thing where the hot food is. She was just standing there eating like taquitos. Oh, right off the roller. Um, I've been tempted to do that myself. Yeah, right off the roller. <laughs> yeah. And then another one was one night um, we were coming home from the bar, and we stopped to get something to eat and drink, and there was a guy peeing in the little trough where you get your sodas from. Oh. oh. That's really close to the bathroom. That's for the, that's for like right. when you spill your Dr. Pepper or fill it up, it kind of goes down that drain. Right. This guy's. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, at least it wasn't the floor. I guess that is. No, no, I'd rather you be on the floor than where you get the sodas, Ty. Come on, man. Absolutely, floor. <laughs> right, this Laurie, is thanks. one time I agree with Daniel. Thank oh, you. Finally, finally yeah. somebody agrees with me. Don't think he's an idiot, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call. Okay, have a great morning. Have a good day. Taking the calls, uh, your quick trip stories. What have you crazy things you've seen at Quick Trip? We Tales from the Quick Trip. That's right. 918 879 9898. Not too far away, uh, Parker McCollum is going to be making his way to town with Thomas Red, and uh, you can win tickets to see both those dudes at 740 right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Today's Daniel. We're digging in on Quick Trip. I want to know your tales from the Quick Trip because, let's face it, if you're like me, Quick Trip's a big part of my life. I go there all the time. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, they're everywhere. They're pretty convenient. They're quick. You're not going to spend 20 minutes there. And this and is out. the uh, first city we've lived in with a quick trip, first state we've lived in. So mm -hmm. we're uh, pretty impressed, actually. I get intimidated. It's so quick that I, I like, I get nervous about checking out because I think I'm going to hold them up or something, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to know your tales from the quick trip because a lot of drama happens at them. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is John. Tale from the quick trip? Yes. What so, is it? I used to, I, I used to work there for almost six years on the north side. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, just wait. And one time this lady jumped out of the back of this guy's truck, busted out all his windows, popped his tires. And then the guy came inside and I asked if he wanted me to call the cops. He said, no, I messed up. Oh, really? I'm, I'm like, like a... okay, well, do you need some help? And he said, no, I messed up. I made him mad. Like, mad enough to bust your windows out and pop your tires? He said, yeah, I'm sorry. Look at him like, being all mature. <laughs> I wonder what yeah. he did so that I could not do that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I... I it's like... That's uh, just one of hundreds. 
the Carrie Underwood song, though. I mean, maybe he, like, cheated, and uh, like Carrie Underwood did, and before he cheats, she went out there and destroyed that truck. Maybe. I mean, it was around uh, Admiral and Sheridan, so. And, and this happens, of... and you have to go out there and sweep up the glass and all that? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, that stinks. Hails from Quick Trip. Thanks for the call, man. Ain't no problem. Can you imagine what the employees see? If you, we, the customers, see a lot. I'm telling you, Tyke, we could do a podcast where we sat down from somebody that worked at Quick Trip for a year or two and have unlimited stories about unlimited crazy things that have happened. And 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. you know, oh some my crazy gosh. stuff's going on. Your Quick Trip stories, what'd you see? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Who this? Hey, it's Warren. <clears throat> how you doing? It's who? Warren Wilson, how you doing? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Fine, I got a quick trip story for you. It's kind of funny. What uh, happened? I was recently, I went in there, I was going to uh, jog in the mornings, you know, and I get up and I, it's cool. I got the tights on, you know, the shorts and all that. And I went in there and going to give me some bio water and some Gatorade there. And I, I got in there and there's a lot of people in there in the morning crowd. And I got back and I get it, put it on the counter and I was getting ready to pay for it. And I didn't, I forgot to put my shorts on. All I had was my tights on. I said, oh, my God. So my billfold was back at the hotel. I said, oh, my God. Everybody's looking at me. Oh, hell, what's going on? I said, oh, so I, did, I forgot to put the shorts over the tights. You, you went jogging and you forgot so, to put on pants. <laughs> I put the tights on, but I forgot to put the shorts on. And I had billfold was left back at the motel room. And I said, oh, my God. Everybody's kind of looking at me. What the hell? And I said, uh-oh. Well, why do you so, jog in like a my... leotard? What are you doing? That's what I forgot to put the shorts on. I was in a hurry. <laughs> I put the tights on, and I used to put the shorts on over that, and, and it just didn't. It was a disaster what that was. So that particular morning, so, you were the tail from the quick trip. I was the tail from the quick trip. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that night that we were at a quick trip, and it was like 2 in the morning, and we were looking for an Uber, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get one? But what I had also done was really stupid. I'd picked up some, we had decided on our way home we're going to get some oh, drinks. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't get an Uber, so it's me outside of Quick Trip holding a bunch of beers. Well, guess what? A lot of people wanted my beer. It's like moth to the flame outside <laughs> of a Quick Trip. That's a bad feeling when you look down and Uber is like 30 minutes away and you're... Holding a beer at a, a quick, quick trip. trip at night. Yeah, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh, what's going to happen? Uh, 918-879-9898. Hey, your uh, tales from the quick trip. Good morning. Who's this? It's Gary. How you guys doing today? Gary, quick trip story? Yeah. A couple of years ago, I was coming out, or not coming out, I was going into to the one on Southwest Boulevard, and it looked like it was probably a homeless person, but the dude come out the door, and his hoodlar was hanging out his pants. His... His his secret? Yes, his hoodlar. Oh, I don't know that term, but I kind of get what you're saying. I think. Yes. So what yeah. what became I, of I it? Don't, I don't know. He did. I was, you know how you go in, you kind of looking to see if you need to stop and let somebody come out or hold the door for him, and just noticed it. And dude went out on the sidewalk, and I kind of looked up at the people inside, and I guess nobody else saw it or i don't know what <laughs> that's embarrassing for him yeah uh, it, yeah it, that's something you just don't forget 
How unfortunate for Gary. He's the only one that saw it. Like, nobody's ever going to believe him. It's like seeing Bigfoot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a hole in one by yourself. Nobody's going to believe it. <laughs> it's uh, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. We know that uh, Quick Trips are like a hotbed for activity. What's the craziest thing you ever saw at a Quick Trip? And uh, some people that work there will call, call us and tell us stories. So. I still say if you work at Quick Trip, you need to make about $150,000 a year because <laughs> they, they're so think good of all there. Uh, everything they deal with. I know. 918-879-9898. We love your Quick Trip stories. And also 740 this morning, Thomas Rhett making his way to Tulsa. And you can be there as well. Right here with Ty Gadano on 98.5 The Bull. We're about 15 minutes away from Thomas Rhett tickets here on 98.5 The Bull. The Tiger Daniel. Good morning, guys. How are you, Daniel? Bullseye traffic from the I just blew that. Hold on. Let's let's start that over. 98.5 that, The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. It goes a long Daniel. way in helping prove my next point. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> in the headlines, the story was, today's wordle is extremely hard, an extremely difficult word. Mm-hmm. Tig does the wordle right here in the studio and claims he got it in three guesses. What do you mean I claim I got it in three guesses? I left it up on the screen so you could see it. And I think you were upset because you knew that I'd gotten it quickly, and you never came over here to verify it. And uh, now you're trying to say that I'm lying to so, me. So, Wordle, just really quickly, is a word puzzle in which you have to guess a word in six tries, and you have you start with zero letters. Yes, it's kind of like a Wheel of Fortune puzzle, but with one word. But you don't get, you know how a Wheel of Fortune, they give you some letters? Yeah. You just got to start from scratch with this thing. And yesterday's word ended up being what? No, like the grassy knoll. I, I think there's zero chance you got. What do you mean there's zero chance? I got it on the third try. I zero the, chance because nobody. I don't even know what a knoll is. What is a knoll? It's like a hillish. Because the reason I think I got that one is because I had just gone down to Dallas, uh huh, and seen the uh, JFK assassination site at Dealey Plaza and the grassy knoll and you know all that conspiracy. And you got it in three guesses because I got tr- I put troll in, and I got close, and I was like, what else could it? You been? know what the you know what the answer to that yesterday should have been. Liar. Wow. You're calling me a liar? <laughs> There's no way that you got that in three guesses. Daniel, you and I have been fr- we had we've been friends for like twenty years, yes, right? Too long. We were friends before we had a radio show. All right. Do you know me as a liar? Uh, what? You got you got on there and you get no, which is I don't even think it's a word we use in the United States. The grassy no, K N O L L. And then last week you also took a IQ test. In which you claim to be gifted. No, I never said anything about it. In fact, I would not give. This is a HIPAA violation. No, it's this not. Is, this is medical. It's I not medical know. at all. No, it's intellectual. That's not medical. No, it's. HIPAA if, would not fall under. I didn't take that Hippocratical oath or whatever it's called anyway. But well, you work in an organization by which you got to follow rules and not disclose people's information. I'm not disclosing anything other than you okay. claim. I didn't. You claim to be liar. gifted. You're such a liar. And yet, then when you even when we start this break, you don't have my microphone on. You fire off that other. Uh, okay. Well, rotator. You couldn't. How just, did the gifted guy do that? It's a miracle. I don't want to hear from you, man. <laughs> like Daniel, he's always coming. At, this guy, we go to a NASCAR race. I'm not even kidding. Mm-hmm. And you think I'm an idiot. Daniel goes to a NASCAR race, and some listener gave him some moonshine that he made in his bathtub. Daniel drinks this, starts crying at the NASCAR race. Okay. And, like, somehow I'm, like, the moron here. I also don't claim to be gifted. I never claimed to be gifted. I said that I had taken a test to see if I was dumb or smart, Mm -hmm. and I didn't tell you the results of it. 
you just, I think you're intimidated by me. I am. Because I'm married. I've got a kid. I've got a dog. I don't, you go I know you're, you're you gifted. Listen. You came up with a theory of relativity. You, you work at the, you're a rocket here. scientist. Let me tell you what Daniel does. He goes home and he listens to his wind chimes and uh, cuddles with his dog. And then he starts his day over the next day. That's all you do. And you go home and take ego tests. Like easy. <laughs> I bet it's like an easy test for like okay. children or something. Okay, and then so yeah, you can claim that you're, quote, gifted. Yeah, I did the third grader test. So it looks like I'm. Are you able to I'm move in. things with your mind or can you do things like that? What other powers have you developed? Other I'm about than... to move you out of the studio. <laughs> I'm sick of this. What other powers have you developed? Listen. When are you going to join the X-Men? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Daniel, he, I don't like you calling me a liar on the radio. Are scientists calling you, asking for your help and figuring out world problems? Nope. See, this is, I mean, why can't we just have a conversation without you just making fun of I me? I guess I'm time? not gifted enough. I think you're jealous of my life. Uh, yo, yeah, I'm really <laughs> jealous. Because I wish I was gifted. I'm not gifted. <laughs> I wish you, I could get the wordle, with? you know, make or pretend I got the wordle in three, okay, three tries. Okay, how come I left it up? L l what are you so jealous of me for? I don't jealous? Know. Yeah. I'm not. What do you have in your life that's good? I, I, I am jealous of your narcissism. <laughs> that is the one thing that I wish I had a little more, right. <laughs> little more of that. And how much did it cost to take this IQ test? Man, I don't know. It was like ordered by a doctor, Ooh. and then I had to pay like the copay. The or genius something. doesn't know how much his IQ test costs. Well, you ever had an insurance bill and you get it later, and you're like, "Oh, that's how much that cost." Oh, that kind of thing. I see. So All she, right, yeah. I believe you. Why don't you just go buy a horse and live in the mountains? Why don't you go open a saloon out west? <laughs> and I'll never come back. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Red, we got that coming up in ten minutes on ninety-eight-five The Bull. Today's hot country. Your highway and. <laughs> And we're back at it again tomorrow. Uh, lots of tickets. Carly Pierce there, uh, 6.40 in the morning, but uh, still got some stuff to do this morning, Dan. And we're about three minutes away from Thomas Rhett tickets here on 98.5 The Bull. So hang on, three minutes away. But in the meantime, Daniel says that uh, I cheat at this Wordle that's taken over. Everybody seems to be doing Wordle or a lot of people. And you say that I cheat at it somehow. The and Wordle yesterday made headlines for how hard it is. Yeah. And... Um, Ty claims he got it in three guesses, and the word yesterday was null, K-N-O-L-L. -L. I don't even know what that is. Well, I guessed troll, and then I figured it out after that. Yeah, and so. is there any way possible that you maybe Googled that and then filled it in to try to, you know, act like you're... No, because I told you I had it up on my screen. You could have you watched me play it. You would never mm -hmm. come over to this side, because what happens is you know I was going to get it right, and you would feel right. terrible. And that's because he claims to be gifted. I never claimed you're. He took an yeah. IQ test that he paid for, like five dollars at like you know kidsquiz.com, and he says he's gifted mm. now. You're you're just jealous because you couldn't figure out Noel. Did you get it right? Heck no! I didn't See, even come close. That's to, why I had. That's I would have never. If you put me in prison, and said you can't get out until you guess Noel on the Wordle, I'd die in prison. <laughs> that would be a death sentence for me. Well, <laughs> that I, would be life in prison. I never would have got it. Why is it that something good happens to me and all you can do is be angry about it? I'm not angry. Oh, I just yeah, think I think really it's I think it's me. narcissistic to go yeah. to say that you're gifted. Hey, good morning. I never said that. Who's this? Well, my name is Debbie. I'm just wondering, is Daniel short? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? If I'm short, <laughs> a lot. So well, yeah. Oh, what? she says I have the Napoleon complex. I see. Uh, yeah. So you hear our conversation where he's like, he's he's kind of being mean to me sometimes. Yes. But is that because Always. he's short Every and tiny? <laughs> he's a tiny Every gentleman. Morning. Debbie, yeah. I would think that a gifted person could handle, you know, somebody like me giving them a hard time. I guess not, though. Well, you're kind of being an ass. Oh, oh yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'd say definitely. 
Yeah, see, Daniel's like, I don't know what it is. I love Daniel. We've been friends forever. I mean, forever and ever and ever. And I think that's why we can talk to each other like this, because mm-hmm. we, um, we love okay. each other at the end of the day. But, you know, also, do you know when he goes through, <laughs> he goes through drive-thrus? Do you know this story? It's an amazing <laughs> story about Daniel going through drive-thrus. Not only no, is he short, he's short, but when he goes through drive-thrus and orders, what happens to you? And I mean, I'm not even making this up. I've been with him in the car, and this is what happens to him. I always, I pull up and I order. I'll say, I'll have a number one, please, with a Diet Coke. And they say, what's that, ma'am? They always think I'm a lady, and I have to go, I'm a gentleman. <laughs> and then I have to pull around. I understand more now. I, yeah. I understand. I mean, he's got a lot going on. He's short. I, I'm just a they short lady. <laughs> a different sex. I mean, the guy's got all sorts of issues going on. <laughs> okay, just checking. I almost can't even be mad at you now that I know what's going on with you. Yeah, I know. It's like the genius and the body shamer teaming up on me this morning. <laughs> all right, time is right now. What are we going to play today, Daniel? Caller Uh, 9, we're looking for 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Today's game, and you should excel at this since your finger quote's gifted. It's just a general knowledge trivia. Okay. In other words, Daniel didn't even plan the contest. He just Googled this stuff at the last second. Yeah, I didn't plan it, and though that I did write down the questions and answers. Okay. So you're right. This is right off the cuff. Looking for caller number nine right now, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Hello, this is Tiger Daniel. Who is this? This is Christy. Christy, where are you calling from this morning? Tulsa. Christy, let's uh, win some tickets. You want to see Thomas Rhett at BOK? Yes, absolutely. All right, Daniel, you sitting there now? All right. I'm ready to go. Christy, first question, what type of animal is Bambi? A deer. A deer is correct. Christy, which country features a maple leaf on its flag? Uh, Canada. Canada is correct. Christy, which game features the terms love, deuce, match, and volley? Uh, volleyball. Mm, it's not volleyball. No. no. Badminton. No. I don't know. Love, deuce, match, and volley. It is played with a ball, but it's little and yellow. Tennis. Tennis. Christy, which part of the body produces insulin? Your, um, I totally just went blank. I should know this one. Tag, do you want to help her out here? Hold on, Tyke's going to use his gifted brain. I think to... it's the pancreas. It is the pancreas. Yeah, the pancreas. There we go. There we go. Did you know that Tyke, since he's so gifted, he could lay his hand on your pancreas and heal it? He has healing powers <laughs> really? as well. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody on his home planet has the power of healing. <laughs> and Christy, finally, what is the name of the poker hand containing three of a kind and a pair? Full house. Full house, absolutely hey, right, Christy. You're good. going to Thomas Rhett. Look at that. <laughs> Christy, who do you want to take to Thomas Rhett? I don't know. I'm kind of single. You're kind of single. What does that kind of single mean? Well, you know the whole di- dating world. You know, we talk here, talk there, but nothing. Well, let me ask solid, you. So. The litmus test is: Would there be a guy upset if you brought another guy in your life? Uh, I don't think so. All right, she's single, straight up. <laughs> That's a little depressing, Tag. The way you the way you put that. What do you mean? You're like you have nobody that cares for you. No, I'm actually yeah, kind of excited. Valentine's that... Day right around the corner. That's the worst uh, holiday. Yeah, for the it's tough yeah. on Valentine's Day for this thing. Well, Daniel, gifted people are known to be emotionless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
I don't know why he's so mean to oh, me. Oh, hold on. You know what you could do is hide tire to use his uh, gifted abilities to build you a robot that could go with you. A robot? Yeah. Um, no. No? I, I need flesh and blood. No. Yeah, okay. That's taking a weird turn. <laughs> <laughs> don't say you need blood. Well, I mean, you gotta have a warm body. All right, we gotta let you go. <laughs> you, we're gonna just stay on the line. We gotta no. get some information from you, but uh... okay. Thank you so much for listening. Ninety-eight-five, the bull. We're back tomorrow again, seven forty, for uh, Thomas Red tickets with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. Ninety-eight bullseye traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Ninety-eight-five, the bull. Today's hot country. You've got Tig and Daniel. We're back in the morning again, seven forty. Thomas Shretz making his way to Tulsa, and uh, you could be there totally free. Good morning, Daniel. You know, Ty, uh, you've said this before, and everybody said this. It's been married. The marriage is hard sometimes. You, you're a couple. Hey, you, you fight about things. Can I just say something very clearly? Yeah. Marriage is a lot of work, and people who think it's going to be like the movies, you're crazy. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay. Yeah. Marriage <laughs> is tough. Yeah. <laughs> so I have here what people argue about when it comes to food. These are food-related arguments that all couples have. In fact, 45%, almost half a couple say they argue about where to go out to eat. Yes. Is that a uh, is that a huge... Well, this is cliche at this point, but years ago, I kind of noticed it was one of those things where, and um, I don't know if it's always a wise, I'm sure husbands do this too, but it's like, um, where do you want to eat? And I'll go, well, what, whatever, whatever you want. She's like, I'm fine with whatever. And I'll go, Waffle House. No, I just did that. Okay, well, how about we go to... Uh, Cracker Barrel, no, just did that. So it's like, no, then they're, you really do care where we're going to eat. That it's, And that's par for the course because we found out that an average couple now argues about 156 times a year over where to get dinner, where to order dinner from. Is it argue or just have a uh, heated discussion or just you can't come there, to... There's a fine line, isn't yeah. it? Also, other common arguments people have about food. Partner doesn't cook as often as I'd like them to. That's a good one. That's an issue? That's a good one. Here, I can tell you this about, because I've been in relationships before where I did the cooking. The hardest thing about cooking, to me, is the figuring out what to make every single night. Mm -hmm. And I think back to my grandmother and grandfather. She used to cook for this man three times a day, seven days a week. Oh, my God. 365 days a year. That's extinct now, right? Does that still happen? I don't know. But I just thought, I bet she got so sick of making biscuits and so sick of just deciding that week what to make. Could you imagine that? That's how many meals is that per week? Well, three times seven, 21 meals. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) oh my God. Like, where do you begin to try to figure out what to make? I can't figure out even what I want. You know, just one meal. You're right. That would be tough. But, But she did it every day. She's miserable, but she did. I think a lot of our grandmothers were like that. Like, you know, the same thing with my grandmother. Would cook for my poppy, like all the time. I guess that's just how it was, or whatever. I guess so, I guess so, because that's not now. It's like what uh, what Chipotle burrito are we gonna get? <laughs> a lot different. Another food-related argument that couples have. I don't buy. I don't. I don't buy this for a second. They say one of them or one of us followed a recipe incorrectly. I mean, that's who. Nobody's yeah. in there arguing over recipes. You know, I will say this. Okay, so I'm not a cook at all, but I I do. Like, during the pandemic, I was locked down a little bit. And so I was like, you know, I could learn a thing or two. And um, what I don't like is I'm trying, I go, you know what, I'm going to cook dinner tonight. But then I get a little bit of feedback during, while I'm making it. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't so, like that at all, do you? Well, I just, I'm like, I was kind of doing this for her so she could relax, but then she feels like she needs to come in and make sure I'm not screwing it up, which might as well mean she's cooking with me. I don't know. Another food-related argument, what to cook for dinner. We just covered that. What groceries to buy. Mm-hmm. I bet this would be a big one. What the grocery budget should be. Mm-hmm. And then finally, who should cook dinner that particular night? It is a big deal because that's something, no matter what, you've got to deal with that every single day. It's not like you can put that off like, oh, we'll do laundry on Saturday instead of, you know, eating is an everyday issue. You can't just kick the bucket on eating, right? What do you think couples fight the most about, like, just period? Because food is something you have to do every single day. I could see where that would be. What do why, I think? Why that is argued about a lot. But what do you, what do you think that if you had to say what married people argue about the most? The what top, would it be? Well, can I do two? Sure. Romance and money. Is that it? I would think so. Yeah, somebody uh, in the relationship wants uh, a little more, you know, romance out of it. And uh, and then somebody else is probably, like, more frugal than the other one. I think that's a big one. And finance is, is, is a very personal issue, it turns out. Because some people thrive on possessions and some people don't. And then one person's like, you're spending too much money. I mean, that's a big deal, I think. Even for people who are rich, I imagine it's like, you know, I knew a guy that was so rich. Uh, he, he's like so rich. And you think, well, this guy has no money problems. But he came home and his wife had bought curtains. And he says, well, how much were those? And he, she said, $40,000. For a curtain? For, yeah, to curtain up the house. So even rich people, you know, have that issue, I guess. Gee, Manetti. So. Are you going to get married anytime soon, Dan? Buddy, I, you know, I just don't think I can do it. I mean, I'm reading this, and, like, I love eating. I love going out to eat. I would hate to have to be with somebody I would have to argue about, like, for real, like one of the greatest pleasures of my life, eating. And then you have to deal with somebody else. You're going to be single forever. I, I like, uh, in my last relationship, what I like to do, Tig, was uh, we would get into an argument, and not numerous arguments. We just argue and just never get over that one, you know, like. Just stays with it. There's only, like, two or three major ones. Mm-hmm. And we just never resolve them. So that way we just like to bring, we like to rehash arguments in my old relationship. <laughs> Throw it back in the face. You never settle anything down. You just rehash it over and over again. It's like leftover arguments. It, it goes into a hibernation for a minute. Yeah. And then, then it wakes up again. And then you're like, I forgive you until you get a little bit angry again. And then it's right back, just back, right back in the old microwave. Like, do, 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 warm it back up. 98.5 The Bull is today's hot country. You've got Tig and Daniel. Earlier, Daniel, you're talking about the uh, arguments couples get into and one of them about food really and like who's gonna cook tonight what are we gonna have i've cooked four times tonight it's your turn to cook like that's a big because like in a marriage and in any relationship you can put off like all right i can cut the grass this weekend i'm not going to think about that today but food is something you have to confront every single day right absolutely hey good morning tiger daniel who's this uh hi my name is sharon I was calling to weigh in. Good morning. I was calling to weigh in on the whole dinner or cooking thing. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, my pet peeve is when he cooks dinner, he makes a complete mess and does not clean the kitchen as he goes along, and then leaves the entire mess for me to clean up. And then I have to wash clean the entire kitchen and all the dishes. So it's easier for me to just cook and clean along, and then the kitchen is not destroyed. Yeah, I think you're right. If you're going to cook, like, you have to cook, and cleaning should be included, right? 
Exactly. Why do I have to clean up your nasty mess when it's I can just go in there and clean up my clean kitchen because I clean as I go? Well, you know, there's another school of thought to this, and that is the person who cooks should get off the hook for cleaning. In other words, you know, if you I, cook, he should clean, and vice versa. You don't, you don't subscribe to that. Well, I do. That's another thing that I have suggestion suggested, but uh, that never happens. <laughs> Guys, the problem with that is nobody is ever off the hook for that night if you're yeah, doing that. So I, I think it. whoever does that ought to do it all, and then you know, how else would you get a night off if you right? If you're always if you having to always do something. Have to do something like. But Sharon, I'm kind of like you. I clean as I go. Like if you know, the pasta is yeah. boiling, that's when I put other things in the dishwasher, and the, you know, like you right. kind of clean and as you go. Counters and yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But that I is agree frustrating. With what you said also is that if you're going to give me the night off, then clean up your own dang mess. There you go. I, I kind of agree with that. I mean. You know, like Daniel said, you'd never had a, have a night off if you had to split kitchen responsibilities. Like somebody should just take right. all the responsibilities. There you go. That's Thanks. why every meal at McDonald's is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you got uh, other suggestions on a way to go? You eat at McDonald's, you go to McDougal, my dentist. McDonald's and McDougal. Yeah. You ever eaten and uh, got a sesame seed in between your teeth? Yeah. That's why I can't eat popcorn either. Is it now? Yeah. Well, Dr. Jim McDougal can take care of all that. He gets rid of that kind of thing. Listen, you got to take care of your teeth, right? And here, I didn't know this, Tig, but I read somewhere that when you get older, your teeth shift. Is that what we had to look forward to? Yeah, because I had braces, and uh, and they were perfect for a while. But then, yeah, things change a little bit in your mouth. Yeah, so that's something you need to keep an eye on. Basically, taking care of your teeth is a lifetime commitment. You don't want to mess around and have to get dentures or... You know, things like that. That's why Dr. Hugh McDougall, you go see him now. And I know you might say, Daniel, I'm afraid to go to the dentist because I was hurt once or I just don't like it. I'm terrified. Let me tell you, Dr. Hugh McDougall specializes in pain-free, stress-free treatment. So you're not going to have to worry that you're going to go. He's going to hurt you or scare you or anything like that. He specializes in that. I've never seen anybody that take more care of you than Dr. Hugh McDougall. The guy even called me after my appointment was like, hey, just want you to check in. That's never happened before. Unheard of. You know, the dentist might call me like, hey, how, how come you haven't paid that bill? Not Dr. Hugh McDougall. He calls and says, hey, just want to make sure that you're feeling all right. Everything's okay. Great dentist. You're going to love him. Your kids are going to love him. Just Google McDougall. That's M-C-D-O-U-G-A-L-L-D-D-S dot com.